Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Elemental Awakening. Today, I got a, a guest who is a brand new friend of mine. His name is David Peacock. David, welcome. Thank you for having me, Giovanni. I appreciate it. Yeah, and the way the way I met, uh, you're welcome. The way I met David is obviously through the the infamous Facebook, um, through a mutual friend, a guy named by the name of Josh Goodroom, who's also an interesting character himself. Oh, he uh, is. Yes, he he's a good guy. We met through uh, the Wim Hof training, me and Josh. And, you know, I posted on Facebook who would be some interesting people to interview and Josh tagged David and I'd never met David before. I, I don't think uh, I knew of him or him. And um, it was very intuitive and it just flowed and he followed up and he sort of reached out and said, hey, you know, um, I'd love to do this. What's it about? So, you know what, let's just do it. So as you're learning about David here on the podcast, I'm learning about him for the first time as well. <laughs> the one thing that did catch my attention was a picture of him with Bob Proctor, which I'm sure we're going to dive into that as well. For sure. Um, so I guess to get started here, you know, tell me a bit about yourself and uh, what you do and how you got to do what you're doing. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a mindset coach with Bob Proctor. Uh, I was two years ago when I started, almost two years ago, was October of 2017, when I started this whole, this whole personal development journey, to be honest with you, I was, uh, I was 27 and I felt stuck, man. I really did. I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. I was in a sales job and you know, it was, it was good. It wasn't bad or anything like that. But uh, again, I didn't, there's no fulfillment behind what I was doing. Right. I mean, there's, there's lots of possibility there. I mean, it was a family friend that I worked with and he wanted me to, you know, end up, you know, running the business kind of idea. But again, I just, there was no fulfillment there. So um, what do you do when you don't know what you want to do? You become a fireman. Right. So I was in the process of becoming a fireman and uh I was, I was, I came across the video of uh, Conor McGregor, actually, he was talking about the law of attraction. And I, I was like, fascinated by this. I'm like, you're telling me all you have to do is think it, right? And take action towards it. And it's going to come to you. Like, are you serious right now? And uh, so I just, you know, research and research and research. And of course, if you research anything along those lines, you're going to come across Paul Proctor. And everything that man said just resonated. So I was like, yep, I got to, I got to work with this guy. So I dove full in and, uh, yeah, here we are now. Bob's your uncle kind of idea, right? <laughs> Bob's your uncle. <laughs> cool. So, so tell me a bit about 27. Uh, what was going on in your mind at that point uh, when you felt um, yeah. lost, stuck? Because I know a lot of people, and, and my, my, including me myself, I was at that point at a certain time in my life. And I think it's a natural progression for most people as they're sort of figuring out life to get to this point where nothing makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, it's a good question because I didn't know who I was. Right. I'd always, what do you mean? You didn't know who you are. You're David Peacock. Oh, no, that's my name, right? That's my name is David Peacock. And this is my physical body, but who, who am I? Who is the my behind the eye, right? We say my hand, my body, whatever, but who is that my, right? And as you know, studying this and becoming aware that I am the objective observer of David Peacock, right? It's, it's very fascinating, but yeah, back being 27, again, I didn't know who I was. I didn't, I didn't really like myself. I'd always have to get other people to like me. So I felt good. There's fulfillment behind that. Right. So I'd be always trying, always trying to be the life of the party, you know, like doing things for, for people and stuff like that. And, and, you know, you know, the soccer team being the jokester, all that kind of stuff. Right. And because I didn't know who I was, I didn't like myself. So if other people like me, there was, there was reason behind that. And yeah, I mean, there's, I always knew there was more to life than just that, that nine to five, you know, just, the, the typical conditioning that most of us go through, right? The majority of the world goes through. I always knew it, but again, I didn't, it was, it was a deep belief and it wasn't something that I brought to the surface until again, I was 27 and I came across everything. Right. So it was, uh, I guess I, I, you're ready when you're ready. Right. And you, you, you know, you just have that, 
you make that conscious decision now, okay, this is what I want to do. I see how this world can be, how I can, how I can, you know, develop myself and, and help other people do the same thing. And it's, it's been a fascinating journey. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be 27 when I did come across the information. Cause I mean, a lot of people, you know, they, they, they accept it in their fifties, sixties, you know, it's like, they're, they're like, Oh, I wish I was your age when I, when it happened. And then me being even 27, I'm like, I wish it happened younger too. Right. But again, it's, it's when you're ready to accept that information. And you live out, out West in BC or you grew up? I'm in, I, yes, I live in Vancouver, but I've just recently moved to Toronto. Right. So in right Toronto, now actually, in Toronto, when people don't know what they're going to do, it's construction. It's always like <laughs> construction. So I guess maybe on the West coast is firefighting is like, you don't know what to do. You there you go. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, because so, I mean, what did I? I didn't know what to do. So it's like, well, what's a good paying job that you know it's it's fun, you get a good a good lifestyle kind of idea, and firemen seem to be the best for for me, and that's what I what I chose. But again, it was right. So you're right, still logically putting the pieces together. There still wasn't anything that came from your true self. It was like the mind was trying to figure out, okay, this makes sense. And in school, they don't teach us anything about using intuition or feelings. It's all about, you know, like I remember when I was in school, it, it was like, what's the highest paying jobs? Like doctor, lawyer, dentist, accountant. When you look at it, um, I don't know if the statistics are right. There's just an assumption, but I know like dentists and doctors have a lot of the highest burnout and suicide rates. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lawyers, the same sort of thing. Typically they make a lot of money, but they're not happy. Uh, in most cases, you know, there are some happy, you'll find happy people in every profession, but as a percentage, right? And it's, I think it's because they were really smart but they weren't using their brains to what their creative capacity was supposed to be in life. They I fell agree. into this sort of mold and they sort of expressed themselves through almost like a, like a tunnel. It's like, okay, I'm sort of blocked in this doctor, lawyer, or dentist tunnel or accountant mm -hmm. tunnel using this gift, but not using it for what I should really be using it and not even knowing. So I fell down that too. And I'm grateful that I sort of snapped out of it. So tell me after you, you're doing the firefighting. How did you know that you didn't want to do that and take a leap into this? Because one question I ask people um, is that, you know, the advice of following your passion can be dangerous advice. You know, like if you don't have the infrastructure behind you following strictly your passion, like if you love making uh, knitted hats or something, you know, jumping into that full time could be dangerous, you know, if you have bills to pay. So Tell me that process for you and the way you think about following your passion as, as advice. Yeah. So I, I wasn't, I wasn't a firefighter. Yeah. I was in the process. Right. So I was just in the, in the interview stages and everything like that. And I was at a wedding with a, with a buddy and we were just talking about life and like, God, there's gotta be more to it. Right. And he's the one who actually sent me that video of, of the law of attraction. And uh, so I have to thank him. Jeff Mann was, was the guy who, who sent me that. I don't even know if he knows this, this story, but uh, I'll have to thank him one day. But um it was, yeah, but like I, like, like I said, everything resonated. It was just that visceral belief of, oh my God, like every, all the truths just, just flowed right in kind of idea, right? And it's just, I need to share this information with as many people as I can. So that's why I actually wrote a book called Awareness, the Groundwork for Fulfillment, because we were, when I say we, I wrote it with one of my friends who was a client of mine and um, he, um, yeah, we just, we just, how do we get this information to more people? So we decided to, to write a book on it, right? So it's, uh, it's, it, was, it was a learning process in that itself too, right? But, but back to your question, I'm, I'm diversing, but back to your question, you know, I just, it's just that knowing, that inner knowing that this is what you're here for. This is your pa uh, purpose. This is your passion. Go for it, right? Don't let your circumstance steal your dream, right? It doesn't matter. The circumstance is irrelevant, right? Because the only time we have is now. That's it. 
Do you have any tips for people who might feel lost and what, what could help to let them know like what they're supposed to be doing? Cause I get that a lot of time. People ask me, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. You know, is there any, is it like just try more things until you have that feeling? Like what would be your best advice? My best, well, we actually, we actually have a little exercise in, in uh, the book too, talking about passion and purpose and it's writing out things that you're in flow in Like you know, how you just lose track of time. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't matter. Like when I'm speaking in front of people, like on a, a seminar or something like that, I, I, I lose track of time. I'm in flow at that point. Right. It's, it's getting to yourself to that point. Right. So, cause at the end of the day, if you truly love doing what you're doing, you're going to enjoy your, how you spend your days. And not everyone is here to, to, you know, save the world kind of idea. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not everyone's passion and dreams. Right. But I, I, I do believe everyone is here to serve others. Whichever way that is for you is dependent on you, right? That's, that's, that's what makes you unique and individual, right? But um, some, some good tips would be just, yeah, what, 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 what are you doing when you're in flow? Like, what is it you're doing? Are you, are you writing? Are you, are you singing? Are you, you know, doing podcasts? Whatever. What is it when you're in flow? What are you doing? And what would be the best way you could define flows? Just it's, I would say that, that you're losing track of time. Time is irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. There is no such thing as time and space. You're just so immersed in what you're doing that you lose exactly. track of all the outside world. Exactly. Beautiful. You're getting out of that conscious mind. Yeah. And I tell people too, and especially when you're listening to a podcast like this, like maybe you're not here to listen to David or maybe you're not here to listen to me, but there might be one word, one topic, one book that is going to jump out at you. It's going to like catch your attention. And that's what you should follow up researching on. I remember the other day, for some reason, I was flipping through Tim Ferriss, I think, and Josh Waitzkin was on. Um, and I just popped it on. I only listened to the first 15 minutes. But in that first 15 minutes, he mentioned this book about dream yoga um, and the art of lucid dreaming. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. the, the, the sirens are going off. And I bought the book right away. And I'm reading it now. It's, it's an amazing book. Um, so it wasn't that whole podcast, but something intuitively drew me towards it. And then I heard what I needed to get out of it. You know, and you got to sort of listen to those signs and markers when you're, you're navigating life. Cause they're going to, there's always something trying to show you the way it's whether you have the awareness to see it or exactly. listen to exactly. it. Right. You're right. And you're right. That is your intuition. That's what we, if, if you imagine what our life or like this world would look like if we were taught how to use and listen to our intuition, right? Like it'd be, we need to rewrite the whole school education system, you know, for, for more heart-based learning, compassion, intuition, you know, take out some courses that I can name a hundred that I've never used once in my life since I learned them <laughs> um, and give real tools um, in the school system. So, so, okay. So you, you start um, going after Bob and he agrees, or you sign up for one of his, his courses to become a yeah. facilitator. Yeah. Well, tell me what that process is like and what your day-to-day sort of um, experiences are. Okay. Yeah. The, the process itself was just, it was, it was investing in myself to be a part, to be a consultant with, with that company, Proctor Gallagher Institute. Right. And that was uh, that was a big investment for myself. Right. I've never, I never really invested into myself like that before. It was, uh, but it wasn't something that, that was very hard for me to do. I don't do this because again, I was listening to my intuition. I knew that this was what I wanted to be doing. And when, you know, the, the most I've ever invested in myself before would probably be, I don't know, in, in the low, like nothing, nothing more than $10,000 before like that. Right. So yeah, this investment was, it was a big investment for myself. And, um, but like the day to day, 
life is, is, it's a lot of fun. It really is. But there, of course there's ups and downs with it too, where you, the fear, doubt and worry comes in and seeps in like, Oh man, did I make the right decision? Kind so of thing. are you like an entrepreneur now? You're sort of in charge of your own business. You gotta get your exactly. own clients. And have you been an entrepreneur in the past? Like was your um, entrepreneur? I, I did dabble into it. I was, I became a real estate agent at 22, but, uh, but no, I've, other than that, I was, cause I was still working full time and doing other whatever things at 22. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, full-time entrepreneur, right? It's, uh, it's, it's me and uh, I just actually joined forces with another consultant too here in Toronto. So uh, okay, just getting that off the ground too. So. And so for someone who teaches manifestation um, and law of attraction, how is, how is your own process unfolding with, with some of these practices? As you're teaching clients, I think it's important to sort of share your own victories with it. Is, is, there, is there anything you can share along those lines? That Yeah, well, the, a part of that is too, is just you're right. Manifestation is, is yeah, it's, it's a great tool to, to know because everyone's manifesting all, all, all day, every day. It's just what are you manifesting, right? If you're not aware of what you're manifesting, look at your results. That's what you're manifesting. Right. So, um, the first, the first few days I actually spent in Toronto, we, uh, I was down downtown in Toronto with a friend we went to a, a Jays game and we were hanging out and we were just talking about, they were, they were down. What was it? They were down seven, seven to two. And we're like, yeah, they're going to come back. And they ended up winning that game nine, eight later that day. We were, cause we were talking about like what we wanted to be living in like penthouses and stuff like that. And we go to check in the hotel later that day. And the, the guy behind the counter just starts giggling and what's going on. He's like, well, I have to upgrade you to the presidential suite. And we just look at each other like, okay. <laughs> so it's just, it's just those little stories like that where you're manifesting. And the thing with manifestation too is it's putting it out there with no resistance, right? It's not, it's not forceful. If you're trying to force things to happen, it's not going to work, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's a definitely a, a, uh, a skill that needs to be, a skill that needs to be learned because again, we are manifesting all the time, but are you manifesting what it is you actually want, mm -hmm. right? Or is it the sub subconscious conditioning that's manifesting? Well, what you I think that's really, really important because a lot of people I find are not clear on what they want, where they want to be. And a lot of time I tell people, it doesn't even have to be, you know, sometimes it's good to have a visual, like I want to live in this kind of house, but I tell people, what are the feelings you want to feel on a daily basis? Exactly. Like, how do you visualize that? And then what, what creates those feelings is what, you know, you're going to start visualizing after, but if you're not clear on the feeling. So one, a friend of mine, um, who's into all this kind of stuff? He starts, especially Joe Dispenza's work. Oh yeah, he's, a, he's working a on. He wants to get a new, a higher paying job. And he's like, yeah, man, it happened within like one month. I got an offer for a new job, so I, I, I realized, yes, the universe is sending this to me. So I took the job. After the first week, I realized I screwed up totally. I'm like, why? What happened? Because now I got to manage a hundred guys. I got my phone <laughs> ringing at night because I wasn't clear enough on what I want. I got more money, but I got all this extra responsibility and yeah. that's not what he wanted. So all that other stuff was actually, he wanted that less than actually the more money. He'd rather give back the extra money and, and take that off his plate. So now he's working on his, his next, I guess, um, I guess experience to attract. Um, but, but so tell me like the process of you working with a client. So, so what are the type of people that you'd work with? And then what's a, a typical process you bring them through? Can you share yeah, that? So I, like my, we call it niche or, or your ideal client kind of idea. I really do enjoy working with network marketers because what we, what we teach, it, it, it is, it, it works perfectly with, with network marketing. Um, I do like working with, with um, coaches as well. Cause again, this is exactly what we teach is helping them with, with the mindset. It's holistic. It's a holistic coaching, right? It's not just, you know, if it's just, you know, people doing personal training or, just nutrition or, or just focusing on the physical body. It's, 
you know, uh, spirit, mind and body, right? All three. So I, th those would be my, my top ones. I do, I do enjoy working with just entrepreneurs in general because people that have gotten past that, that nine to five, right? Where they do, they do see more to life. They do want more. They have ambition and desire. And that's a big one too. If you have desire, I would, I love working with you because you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. Right. I mean, unfortunately there is, I'm not going to say unfortunately, but there's a lot of people you talk to, like, what is it you want? Like, what are your goals? Right. And there's a lot of people that are just, they just want to make a lot of money and do nothing kind of thing. Right. But there's no such thing as something for nothing. Right? So you do have to, if we want to talk about money in that sense, money is reward received for service rendered. Right. So you do have to be providing service in order to be compensated. So whatever that is, that looks like for you. And as part of what we teach is multiple sources of income as well. So setting up different sources of income so you can do what it is you love to do. Right. So, I mean, what I take my clients through is a 12, um, 12 module process is over six months and it's just getting them to what it is they really want, showing them their conditioning, how to change the conditioning and, you know, change their self image and, and understand the laws of nature, understand their mind, understand, you know, why, why their life is the way it is now and, and how to change that to achieve what it is they want. Okay, cool. So what's been the most transformative tool you've used where you've seen people have like an aha moment? Is there, is there one in particular that stands out? It just starts with developing your awareness, right? It just starts with education, but the, a tool. Or maybe the process, like, like how would you tell, like how would you get someone to develop a greater sense of awareness? Like what would that process look like? Well, it starts with studying, right? Whatever, whatever it is, right? I mean, like you said, there's, there's so many good books out there. There's so many good books, but what book resonates with you and what are you going to take action on what the author is telling you to do, right? So you can, you can read all the books there is on personal development, but if you don't do anything about it, nothing's going to change. You all, you, all you just have is all that you're just gathering information. Okay. So, right, so, so do you, do you recommend books to clients? Um, do you give them some recommendations? Like what's oh, your, sure. what's your depending number on, one? Depending on what their, on what their need is. If it's a self-image thing, I'll, I'll recommend, I'll recommend like something like Psycho-Cybernetics by Mar uh, Dr. Love that book. Yeah. It's a great or book. Or even Stella Adler, The Art of Acting for Self-Image. I, I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. It's, it's good too. But, um, and it, again, it depends on their, on their need, right? So if it's, you know, if it's, really energy and action oriented the science of getting rich by wallace d waddle that's a brilliant book on on really understanding the fact that yes you you are allowed to be rich it's not you're not being there's no guilt behind that like we are here to be rich well i think a lot of people have blocks around money especially people i find like in the spiritual community they associate money with being bad or corporations and um how do you how do you what, what do you say to that you know about like i guess what you're just saying there's no problem with being rich and making money um, do you think it's more about like what you do once you have the money? Is that more what's yeah, important? I mean, that's what, but it's all, what is to you, right? What does that mean to you? Cause it's all perception. That's it's everyone's perception is different. It's being open-minded to that and, and being able to change your perception. Cause if you're very narrow-minded, narrow-focused, then, then it's your way or the highway kind of thing. It's not going to work very well with a lot of people. Right. Mm. But, um, to change people's, to change people's concept of money is realizing that it's a tool it's not the master you are the master it's a tool so what are you what are you able to do with that money right it's 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 you are a center and energy center and money flows to you and through you right? it's not meant to be kept in the bank and saved saved uh, millions I, you know I what I mean? it's analogy all the that. time like in nature energy never gets stored in nature it's always flowing coming going you know um 
animals they don't stockpile um shit for like two years <laughs> down the road you know like it's just you never see it in nature you know maybe an animal will eat a lot and then hibernate and use it all over the winter time but there's never this mentality of like just really stockpiling energy to hold for who knows what with no real intention right exactly you're gonna save it for any day you're gonna need it for any day yeah right yeah. So, so yeah i see that imbalance a lot um that mentality of flow is, is really important i think um just understanding that you know you can you can do a lot more i read this book i think it was the 48 laws of power i think and they were telling a story of this one guy could have been another book but he had a lot of money but he was spending more than he had all the time because he just kept reinvesting into things that he loved the passion and he didn't care so he'd be a, a multimillionaire, but then he'd borrow more than he had just creating 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 um because i guess he didn't have that scarcity mindset around money it was more about like what he could do with it and not exactly. worrying about what the outcome was going to be just really believing in like moving forward you know, and, and that can seem very risky for many people. Um, but that's, that, that's having faith, right? Yeah. He knows, he doesn't think, he knows viscerally that that money is coming in based off what he's, whatever service he's providing, whatever sources of income he has set up. He knows that money's coming in so he can distribute and again, create or, or do whatever he wants to be doing, right? That's, mm -hmm. all, that's all faith, right? Faith based off understanding. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so yeah, so we'll dive into some, some of the random questions now. Um, I like to ask people or guests, you know, like what's like a, a health hack that, that you think is super important that you use maybe on a daily basis or, or into, your, into your sort of regime that's, that's made a big difference in your life? Is there any one thing that sort of stands out for you? And it could be mental health, emotional, physical. Exactly what I was going to say. It is, if you want that desired body, whatever it is, it is holding that image on the screen of your mind. That's, that's the most important thing. I was... I've always gone to the gym and I've always struggled putting on muscle and size because I didn't, I was ignorant, right? I just, I didn't, I do all sorts of diets. I do all sorts of programs and I thought that would change. I thought the external would change it. It doesn't work that way. You have to change on the inside before anything changes on the outside, right? So any health hack, any hack that way would be to go inside and ask what it is you want and, and become that person. So would you recommend, you know, having a picture of a body that you find attractive and like visualizing yourself, uh, creating that, like, is there any, any other tips and thinking it like, like, what would you tell people like in that specific example, what would be the best way? That is it. That is a great way to have that, have that image of whatever body it is you want. If it's if maybe you already were at that body in the past, in the past, um, earlier in your, in your life or whatever, having that image of what it is you want. And of course you have to take action, but you're going to take action that you wouldn't normally even think about. Right. Once you, cause once it's embedded in the subconscious, you're just, you just start to do things that, that will get you to where you want to be. Right. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, and it's, sometimes it's not even that much action, like in a physical sense. Like I've read some studies in like the army where they've, they've had people work out uh, with their mind and imagine they're, they're lifting weights and still get gains. And also, you know, in, in psycho cybernetics, like the basketball study, they're, they're yeah. referred to people, who are um, visualizing taking free throws versus people actually practicing free throws every day versus people who do nothing. And the only people that didn't gain were the people who did nothing. Both exactly. the people who actually took the free throws and visualized taking free throws both saw an increase statistically. So, so I guess repetition is important and just having yes. that focus on that image. You say those are two really important. No, repetition is, yeah, it's very important, right? It's, it's creating habits. That's, that's part of what we are is we're, we're, we're creatures of habit, right? So whatever habits you you're involved in is, is what your results are going to look like, right? So what's what habits are you doing that you're 
unaware of that are holding you back from what it is you want. Very cool. So if Bob Proctor came to you and gave you a million bucks tomorrow, he said, here, I want you to invest this. You can invest in whatever you want. What would you invest it in? That's a good question. I mean, the stock market, it could be, you know, whatever it is. Well, yeah, def you definitely want to invest it into, into something that would, yeah, get you good returns. I mean, I've, j I've honestly just recently talking with a friend about, um, about uh, cryptocurrencies. Because I was, I'm pretty ignorant to it, I'll be honest with you. I just started learning about it and um, just based off what his, his, um, his, cause he's done all, he's been doing it for a long time, right? And he's very passionate about it and he's very highly educated in it as well. And I, I learned a lot from him, but uh, yeah, it would definitely be something along those lines, right? Investing it back into, into whatever to set up those sources of income for yourself to be able to, again, live the life you want to live with no absolute, no worry behind yeah, because you mentioned earlier some of the coaching you do is helping people set up multiple streams of income. So is it things that you're recommending or things that they're finding themselves that sort of appeal to them? Or like it's, more, it's more that appeal to them, right? So if, you your know, client, if your client said, hey, I just got an inheritance, a million bucks, David, what do I do? Yeah. You know, what would you say? Like, what would you say to them? Well, I'd, I'd definitely tell them to, to invest it back into themselves to set up, set up those sources of income, right? Because if you, you have little bits of money coming into you from, from wherever, and then there's no, there's no worry about how am I going to pay this bill? Cause you could just go spend that million dollars within a year and it's gone. So investing in yourself would be like taking courses, getting like certifications. Like well, how would you define investing in yourself? Well, even, even just setting up sources of income, right? So, I mean, if you're, if you do have investments or if you do have, you know, yeah, definitely want to invest in yourself like in personal development wise, like whatever, either reading books, programs or, or whatever it is, you always want to be continually learning and growing that way. But Again, having, having ways of, of setting up multiple sources of income, like investing, like uh, even network marketing is, is a good way to do things, right? But if that's what, if there's a product out there that you're passionate about, you believe in that you can promote, you're not, you don't even, you don't have to be out there recruiting hard. You just go live your life. And if people ask you the question because you're doing it, how do you do this? Well, this is how I do it kind of idea, mm -hmm. right? Cause you're not, you're not, you don't have to do the grind if you just had a million dollars to, to do that kind of thing. Right. So. Mm -hmm. So um, you mentioned before a couple of books that um, you liked or you recommend, but what do you, what do you want to learn about now? So the stage you're at now, like what's something you're really curious to learn to add to your tool set that you think would really make what you do more effective or your overall enhance your overall uh, it's, experience? It's all, it's all on the spirituality side of things, my friend. That's, that's where I'm really diving into now that the fact that now I now know that everything is energy. I don't think that I know it. Mm -hmm. Right, just based off what the, what I've experienced and what I've gone through. Okay, so tell me about this. So the show's called Elemental Awakening. Was there a moment of knowing that that changed your mind about that? Because you said I now know. So there must have been a point where you weren't of course, sure. Of course. So, so, so give me I that. went on a uh, a psychedelic journey with uh, two shaman, and I actually done this twice with them, and um, yeah, it's a, it's an amazing experience. Again, again, I was ignorant to it all. I never did any drugs my whole my whole life i you drink alcohol with buddies or whatever like that but maybe smoke a little dope here and there but doing magic mushrooms or, or any like ayahuasca or, or peyote anything like that was was you know not even on the radar but you know as i become studying this and you know you start to attract the things you want to or you need to become the person you want and it was it was in the journey where i was literally the energy in my cells and i could move stagnant energy and release it and it was just like, wow, this is, this is phenomenal. So that is definitely something that I want to keep growing and learning about is spirituality and how deep we can go and, 
just it's, it's having more em empathy for people and and understanding that we are all one we are all connected this everything is energy and mm. it's so fascinating to, to to grasp and and comprehend that i would never hurt you because all it means is i'm hurting myself mm -hmm. right if we and it's, it's it, it could it could, it could be a deep rabbit hole but i mean at the end of the day it's it's fascinating and amazing how how this universe actually operates so are there any books you're reading right now in that realm of spirituality that, um, or any specific? Right now, I'm, just, I'm reading The Science of Getting Rich, but then my next book is George Spence's Becoming Supernatural. Okay, great book. Yeah. I've read that. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Book. Yeah. I've heard he talks all about that kind of stuff, the energy, um, energy of the mind. So yeah, really, really Because cool. I've actually just come across George Spence and he's, uh, I, love, I love what he's talking about. Well, you're still relatively long, young. You're 29 right now? Yes, 29. 29. Yeah. Okay, so you're still a little baby. You got, you got a long, long way to go. <laughs> when I was 29, what was I doing at 29? Eight years ago, yeah. I wasn't, uh, maybe I was just starting on this path, just barely. So, yeah, it's a good time. Lots ahead of you. Um, so, science and technology. Any gadgets, apps, or things that, that really upgrade your life? Um, piece of technology or something, an app they use on a regular basis that you would recommend? Well, just science technology. Yeah. I mean, it's under, anything that's going to help you understand yourself, but what I've, what I've recently just used, I've actually just, I've actually just become across um, trading as well. Right. So that's, that's been, that's been a huge, a huge help for me too, with the, the Forex trading. Um, I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you. I just started a, a demo account. I just, just to see how it kind of operates and how it all works. Right. So into the crypto, into the Forex, I'm all brand new into it. Right. But, I, and again, I see the potential there. I see what people are doing and how, how this world is changing. It's not going to be the same, the same way I can see, I can see one currency. That's it. The whole world is operating on one currency. Like it makes sense. Like why do we need all these different currencies? It doesn't, it's silly. Cool. Right. So, yeah, I mean, one, one piece of technology is yeah, just, just learning about what there is out there and knowing, knowing what, what, especially if it resonates with you, right? Like, what does he want to do? It all comes mm -hmm. back to self, I believe. Would you consider like plant medicine and technology? Oh, okay. That's a great, that's a, I didn't mean, that didn't even come to mind, but yeah, I would a hundred percent. So hundred percent. So what would you say changed before you did the psychedelics? Do you, do you want to share what type of uh, journey you went on? Yeah, it was a magic mushroom journey. Yeah. Magic mushroom. Okay. Yeah. And uh, can you share like what changed before your first time and after other than like, was it just perspective change? Did you feel different? Okay, so the first, the first time I went on the journey, my, um, I realized I discovered that I actually had a twin in, in the womb. Now, consciously, my, my mother's not aware of that, but you know, you know, you just know when you know, right. Mm -hmm. And you know, I dab, I dabbled with trying to communicate, like, you know, intellectually trying to communicate with them and, and stuff like that. But it was one day I was meditating and this little, this little energy just rolled out of me. I was running around the room and stuff like that. And that solidified it. And then a few other experiences I've had really solidified things. So the first journey, that was the biggest, the biggest takeaway for me was just that deepening that visceral belief and, and discovering that, I, you know, I still carry that, that twin energy with me. And the second time that both the, that I had two, um, two messages that came up. One was, one was to, you know, bring out your authentic voice, right? It's your authentic voice. Speak from the heart, not the, not the head. And the other, the other message was just get on with the work, right? Cause I'm, I don't know if you're, if I'm sure you've been on a few psychedelic journeys, just reading your, your profile and stuff like that. But 
it was, you know, usually if you're in, in psilocybin, magic mushrooms for, you're usually high for about what, three, three to five hours kind of idea. This, I was only, I was only in the medicine for about an hour and a half and I got, I was getting restless and I was, you know, I was like, okay, I'll just relax, just go back into it. And it was, no, it was, you're done. Get on with the work kind of thing. Right. So, and I was, I was out of it. And the two, the two shamans that are with me were like, there's, they were still in the medicine going on like, Oh, you, you want more or anything like that? But I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, let's, let's, let's get on with the work kind of thing. So nice. those are the two biggest, two biggest takeaways for me in the last, last journey. But yeah, I would, I would honestly say that, yeah, plant medicine is a technology that we need to, to discover. Embrace. Yeah. Study. What we need to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just a couple more questions here. So like, what are you most grateful for right now? I'm most grateful for, I, I mean, I wake up every morning. I, I have to start my day. I start my day with meditation and with gratitude because it puts me in such a good vibration. And what I'm most grateful for is just being, just living, right. Being, being able to wake up each day, being grateful for the day I'm going to spend being grateful for the people I'm surrounding myself with, being grateful for who has come into my life, who is, who is in my life. And because I'm not saying that, you know, people in the past, there's, there's still part of who I am, right? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just a different, it's just a little bit different. Now, that's all. I'm not, there's no animosity or, or hatred towards those people. It's just, it's different now. I still communicate with them, but it's not on, a, on the same time, time spent with them kind of idea. But um, yeah, gratitude, honestly, gratitude is a, a huge huge exercise that again a lot of people should be doing right if you if you can come from a feeling of gratitude you're you're coming from that's how you receive from the universe is being grateful absolutely one of the secrets very simple but uh, (laughs) definitely a secret um so in your network of people who do you think i should interview is there anyone that you could recommend that you think would be great type of person to interview for a show like this i think i think bob proctor would be an amazing person to interview yeah um and like in in my personal he's in toronto isn't he is he based he is in toronto he's in he's in thornhill yeah okay well, well not, not far from me i know he'd be uh yeah maybe you should connect us <laughs> send him an invite see what he says okay i'll cool. do that for you um who else would be a good um um well yeah actually this gary this uh, a buddy of mine his name is gary uh gilligan Gil- gilligan yeah gilligan yeah He's a, he's a, we were, I was just talking with him last night and we were talking about going deep into, into psychedelics and all sorts of, all sorts of amazing. Those I think are he, always, yeah, we, we have specific podcasts that just focus on like psychedelic talks. So um, I love those ones as well. So cool. Yeah. yeah thank you. Those yeah, guys he'd be, he'd be a good, a good guy to talk to. I can introduce you to him as well. He'd be a good guy to talk to. Cool. So yeah. So just in closing, I guess the, the last question is, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you wish that I did ask you so that you want to share something that's pressing on your mind or. Um, this is always the most difficult question for me. It's like, oh shit, you know what? It... What did uh, I mean? You know what? If if you if 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 I could give anyone in some uh, information, it's just understanding that everything is energy. We are connected. Every one of us is connected. You're connected to to everything, right? Because again, it's that all we're all energy. It's just all vibrating on a different frequency, right? And whatever it is you want, you need to get yourself on that frequency okay now how do we do that we do that by visualizing you know imagining being on that frequency living as if becoming that person right not not looking at our current results or circumstances as if this is how it's going to be because if you keep looking at it 
and, and holding the image of what you currently have, you're going to keep getting more of the same. So it's really developing your imagination, developing your intuition, developing all these higher mental muscles that we have to, to again, live the life we want to live. Don't, and another big one would be, would be judgment too, right? Like judgment on yourself, judgment on other people. Cause if you're judging other people, you're allowing other people to judge you at the end of the day too. So any, any question that I, I know I'm, again, I'm going over the place here, but any question that I wish you would ask, you know what? No, I think we, we covered a lot of, a lot of good, uh, good stuff in today's talk. I mean, okay. So where do you see yourself so much in, to talk about? You know what I mean? Like, where do you see yourself in three to five years from now? Three to five years. I mean, I'm, I know, I know exactly where, where I want to be. It's, um, I know I want to be, I want to be a heavy influence on, on, uh, like uh, in the names of like, you know, Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas. I want to be in that, in that conversation. Cool. Well, you, you know, you know how to do it. So I do, I do just do it. Right. We'll Get on with the work. Just do it. Yeah. So David, I just want to thank you so much for spending the time to come on this uh, podcast this morning. Um, I love what you're doing. Keep sharing it. And, um, yeah, we'll have you. Hope to have you back on one day. Hope to meet you. You're in Toronto, so we yeah, can exactly. We'll have to get together sometime. Hang out sometime. Cool. Right on, Giovanni. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah, keep doing the great work you're doing. Appreciate that. I as will. Well. I will. Thank you. Thanks, brother.